Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, One Hope. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joel Price, and we're reading through Luke chapter 19 today. And uh, I, there's some there's some of my favorite stories in, in Luke chapter 19. I mean, there's the parable of the ten minas. There's, there's Jesus' triumphal entry. I thought about doing that one because, you know, we're... We're moving into the end of this gospel and the and the res, or sorry the crucifixion and story. Um, there's the cleansing of the temple, which is actually one of my favorites ever. Um, I love that side of Jesus. <laughs> Maybe because I'm a little bit of an angry person to begin with. <laughs> um, there's also the, the the Zacchaeus story at the beginning of this chapter, and and I kind of skimmed over that because. I've never been a big fan of this story. I, I know that's strange to say, but um, maybe it's because I'm short and Zacchaeus is short and I don't really want to think about that. But uh, I, I, while I was reading Luke 19, I just felt God tapping me like he got a, you're going to talk on Zacchaeus. I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today, guys. We're going to talk about the story of Zacchaeus. Um, and I have I just want to go through it uh, relatively quickly and then talk about some things that, that stuck out to me. And so here's a story. He entered Jericho and was passing through, this, this being Jesus. And behold, there is a man named Zacchaeus, and he was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking... To see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. So there's that short thing again. Um, a really interesting thing here. Okay, so he's he's Zacchaeus. He's a chief tax collector and was rich. He was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not. The crowd was in the way of his seeing Jesus. We'll come back to that. So he ran ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. Jesus was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried, and he came down and received him joyfully. Jesus said, hurry, come down. What did Zacchaeus do? He hurried and came down. And he did it joyfully. More joyfully than I uh, embarked upon teaching about Zacchaeus. And all all God said to me was, hey, I want you to teach on Zacchaeus. And I didn't even respond in the way Zacchaeus did. Maybe that's why he wants me to do this one. Who knows? Okay. Um, so he heard and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, that's the crowd, they grumbled. Right? They, the crowd uh, was not only an obstacle for Zacchaeus to see Christ, but uh, but critical. They grumbled. He has gone to be in the guest to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, "Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor, and I and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold." So not only does he respond to Christ by giving half of his goods away, he he also. Uh, vows to 
restore relationships with those that he lives with, to, to love his neighbor and to honor God. I mean, what a beautiful picture of what God actually calls us to do. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Run ahead. Get ahead of the crowd. Climb up in a tree. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Do not let anything get in the way. Heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's what Zacchaeus does. And Jesus says to him, Today salvation has come to his house, this house, since he is also a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. So it turns out the Zacchaeus story is a pretty good one. <laughs> um, three takeaways. Zacchaeus doesn't let anything get in the way of setting his eyes on Jesus. He seeks him. He runs ahead of the crowd. He gets in a place where he can see clearly the Christ who is coming near. So I would, I would ask you a couple questions. Do you need to change your point of view? Are you small enough in stature that the crowd is in the way of you seeing Jesus? Do you need to alter where you stand so nothing is in between your eyes and Christ? Number two, Zacchaeus meets the Lord, he hurries to the Lord, he obeys enthusiastically. And it brings up another question. Is Jesus asking anything of you? Is he tapping you on the shoulder and saying, I want you to teach on Zacchaeus. I want you to write a book. I want you to talk to your neighbor. I want you to share with your work, your co your coworker. I want you to forgive your sister. Is Jesus asking something of you? And are you hurrying to obey? Number three. Zacchaeus radically realigns his life with the character of God. Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. He reconciles with people. He radically realigns his life. Does your life, your possessions, do your interactions reflect an encounter with the Son of God? Zacchaeus met Christ and he changed everything about his life. He did not operate as the world operates any longer. Is that what your life looks like? I know these are hard questions and it's kind of unfair and, and you know, full transparency, I don't live up to any of them. But they are questions that God does ask of us. And there is a standard that uh, that he holds us to. So I'll leave you with a few verses from Hebrews 12. Because they do remind me of the Zacchaeus story as I walked through it. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, just like Zacchaeus, let us throw off everything that hinders 
and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, help us to keep our eyes set on you. Help us to remove and to run away from, run ahead of, climb above anything that gets in the way of our sight fixed on you. Help us to align our lives to you in a radical and meaningful way, Lord, and help us not to be slow to obey, but do it with joy and enthusiasm. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.